0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 183, Episode 4 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a yeah. production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Thursday, yeah. May 6th, 2021. Nice little uh, push a T ad lib <laughs> right there to kick us off. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. For the life of me, I cannot remember. A second rate podcast with guys That were stoned and had white thighs For the life of me I truly believe that we will host TDZ Even up in heaven That is courtesy of Chrissy Amaguchi, Maine A little The Verve pipe for you Not to be confused with The Verve A band, randomly two Verve-based bands At the same time in the 90s and I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co host, Mr. Miles Gray! Because his hairline's
1: high. No, is balding. He's so balding. His hairline's high. So far back there You got no hair Oh yeah (laughs) Okay so that is uh, We Fly High uh, Inspired A.K.A. Shout out to my Follically Follicular Challenge Brethren and Sisters of
0: humans out there Uh, And Tailey Bones On Discord for that one I like Tailey Taylor Bones, a new player has entered the ring, or at least I'd never heard that
1: name before. I, that's a new one. That's a, de- that's, yeah, that's a good strong debut from the rookie. Did
0: you know that song "The Freshman" by The Verve Pipe? Yeah, yeah. Did you? All right. So the beginning, it says, "When I was young, I knew all of this." Chia Punkarelli never took advice. Did you think that was saying Chia Punkorelli like someone's name? You know,
1: in a way, uh, that part always just was the thing I took the L on. And I was like, I don't, know, I'm, I don't care enough. To look to I her, always so. I was
0: like, damn, he had a friend named Chia Punkarelli. What that is it? That sounds right. to my She Chia-, Chia punk who rarely ever took advice. Uh, no, like, that. See, I didn't hear that. You were trying to make me think it was Chia Punkarelli. Yeah.
1: Um, Punkarelli.
0: <laughs> Chia Punkarelli. Chia uh, That's my other A.K.A. Chia Punkarelli. And we are thrilled. Fortunate. Uh, in awe to be joined by the brilliant, the talented, the hilarious Greg Edwards.
2: Hey, 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 fellas! Thanks for having me, man. It's good to be back.
0: It's great to have you back. Thank you for stopping by, man. It's always
1: good. to Oh yeah,
2: Miles. Hold up. First and foremost, let me see that hair, man. Let me see that head. Come on, take that top off. Oh, come on, man. You got a nice, you got a nice dome piece. I got a good dome, man. Yeah, great shaped head. You got that Buddha, Buddha dome.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, if I ever, you know, need to flee the law, I will just put an orange robe on and go to Southeast Asia. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> Sorry. Bye, motherfuckers.
2: It's a wrap. You tell it. You good yeah, to go. Just give me my
1: beads and shit. I'm good.
2: You should, you know, you could be a dope DJ. Just put the robe on. Yeah, I thought about that as like a,
1: as a bit, like you just wear like white on white Air Forces and stuff. And like, Yo, he's got a, he's on a wave.
2: <laughs> you can make three million dollars in like two months. Yeah, watch, that. I'm, okay, I'm sure. look,
1: easy a TikTok experiment. I'm a, the funky monk. Uh, yeah. Oh, like, there Yo, you this go. This lit. <laughs> he smokes blunts and, and gives wisdom, like sage, like advice.
2: Nah, you can't I talk. Mean... You just got to do it most deaf style to write everything down.
1: Oh shit! Right.
0: Shout
2: out <laughs> team Bay. That's the way to do it.
1: He doesn't talk. He
2: just writes yeah. things down now. Well, he used to do. He did that for like a year. He just wrote everything down. Yeah, I guess you know, I guess cool. that cocaine was really good that year. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I can't open my mouth. It's moving weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: gonna just clench my teeth and <laughs> <to write. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. Facebook has ruled, kind of. They they're saying Trump is not allowed back uh in the party quite yet. Uh so he started his own Twitter from the president's desk. His own uh, Trumpler. Is it yeah, it's not even a Twitter cuz no it's not a social media platform. It's, a it's a Tumblr. just Yeah, it's a Tumblr. It's a Trumpler. Yeah. So, uh We'll talk about that. We'll talk about where Fox News is at. They're now uh, bringing child soldiers into the game. Uh, We will talk about MDMA uh, being an actual wonder drug. Like they just got some uh, findings in from a like double blind study, and it is like shockingly effective at treating PTSD. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the real cancel culture going on, the GOP seeking to ban the teaching of history in the U.S. schools. Uh, right, right. All of that and plenty more. But right. first, Greg, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are?
2: Right now, sometimes I just uh, search Pharrell and see what he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what, like what's Pharrell into these days? What is he doing? You know, he's yeah. like a style icon to me. I don't have the uh I don't have the bravery to to rock everything like Pharrell rocks, but I do like I'm like, oh Pharrell's like deep into the sock game right now. I see him. He's oh is he's that his deep doing? into like the shorts. He's doing like the uh above knee shorts.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. fly fancy socks.
2: The thighs are, the thighs out. Thighs are out with yeah. some like low-key chill shoes and some like um uh human-made cool t-shirt. I, I he's he got like this cool dad wardrobe style right now. So, I do mm-hmm. that sometimes. I search to see what Pharrell is rocking. And, uh yeah, yeah.
1: Sounds like, I like to 2002. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's he wearing? What's he wearing? It's what's funny because wearing, at a right? certain yeah. point, like, his style got too fashionable. Like, right. and I'm like oh, I can't keep up with this motherfucker anymore. Like, it was one thing when it was bape hoodies. But, like, now it's like, okay, so I'm going to wear this Vivian Westwood. I'm like, okay, I... How much is that hat? $17,000? Okay, well... But, I mean,
2: you... I mean, just remember what he did to the hat game, though. Yeah, I mean everybody Truckers. was wearing one of those hats—the I mean, mm-hmm. trucker hat—and then, but that that big crazy, that big hat. Westwood, the yeah. cartoon hat, yeah, yeah, yeah. where like part yeah. of you Anybody? was just
0: in a cartoon all of a sudden. Totally, yeah, everybody's right.
2: rocking it. Right. You know,
0: my style icon is Pharrell Williams. Ten years ago, I wear what he was wearing ten years ago. Always, that's a good one. Uh,
2: What's
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> just no, I'm just always like a- about ten years behind what fashion forward <laughs> people are wearing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's even cool. Pharrell
1: ten years ago, he's like three years ahead of now. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. So it's right. Tough. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, that's why I'm I I fuck with Pharrell t- up until oh <laughs> seven.
3: Right. And then yeah. I'm like,
1: ah, this is I'm a little too simple for this now.
0: Yeah, but I'm yeah. just looking at these kids, like he was rocking the uh tiny beanie, like at the very back of his head. Like yeah. you know, ten years ago. 10 before years. And that shit's just now like Filtering through uh you know, remember East all LA. the bracelets? He was right? doing yeah. the
2: whole like the bracelet thing, and then everybody jumped on that. I mean, it's so crazy. Everybody just jumps on this shit.
0: Yeah.
2: Ugh. God. I will I do have, have to, to give a shout out to
0: out. my wife. She's been rocking, you know, hundreds of bracelets at a time, uh, since we were eighteen. So
2: Oh yeah, she's always yeah. been on that.
0: Oh man. Just shocking. I think a that's why I like it. Yeah. I didn't even know she had full sleeve tats for most of our really relationship until uh because her bracelet game was so on point
1: she looked like she was training like in one of those martial arts films like <laughs> all the brass rings on their arms and trying to get their strength up
2: yeah she was full-sleeved at 18
0: no nah, i'm just joking
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah,
2: 18? that'd be great a to, like, web on have the have elbow a, and
0: everything man ten time. <laughs> like 10 years into your marriage you find out that your significant other, like, wait, hold on. Up. I never. What's what Dolly these, Parton style? Yeah, yeah. What are
1: those three dots on your hand? Oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about those. Jack, how uh, long you been Disney married? That loca, you know.
0: Uh, I've been married thirteen years. Thirteen years. Yeah.
2: yeah. I just, I just got married last week. So, oh okay, wow! Congrats, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Holy thanks, shit. fellas. I'm yeah. talking to all my married friends and just trying to uh, get get a little insight. Thirteen, that's dope. Okay.
0: The um my experience was that the whole like conventional wisdom about marriage, uh, that it's like, you know, there's the honeymoon phase and then it like gets hard around seven years and like all that shit. Like that's my relationship has gotten better as it went. Like the beginning was the harder, the harder part. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's, it's new. You're still figuring your shit out. I think, yeah, Yeah.
1: it all depends. But like, I try and, like, solve issues in my relationship very quickly. Like, I don't like to see shit fester because that's what I saw growing up. And I'm like, yeah, you got to dead shit immediately or else shit's not going to grow properly. So, yeah, like, first three years, me and Her Majesty, yo, fucking
2: wild (laughs) out of control (laughs) shit.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we kind of got our shit together and started, like, you know— working on ourselves and being more like putting our egos out of the way and realizing like, shit, if we're going to like, if this is going to last, it's about hearing the other person and being like, okay, I I hear you on this. Maybe I can do that differently. But yeah, Mm -hmm. now it's, I'm not married yet, but it's only been up, you know? So
2: yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. I like to hear fellas talk like this. Oh, thank you fellas. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What is something you think is overrated?
2: Overrated. I think social media is overrated. Mm. Yeah. yeah i forever. think social media i mean forever yeah uh i mean we all need it but i think social media is like smoking right now i think in like 30 years everybody's gonna be looking back and be like oh yeah we let kids do this shit right. <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> hold on you said, kids
1: <laughs> wait
2: predators
1: were able to holler at children directly on yeah them?
2: i think what it's gonna be hell in hell books yeah oh, people be sure. talking like dad were you doing this shit i was like look man tiktok was wild you know
1: (laughs) right i I know there was like a study that came out recently that said like children interacting with technology didn't show like negative results like in the long term but i think that's just going straight up talking about technology versus social media which plenty of studies have shown like the effects of that and like even listening to like some people who talk about it to it in a way where they talk about what it's done has also allowed you to like almost read people's thoughts people can come at you and tell you what they think about you and all this other shit that it's like a superpower nobody fucking asked for and depending on how what your relationship with it is it can be absolutely devastating that's why like on yeah you you gotta you gotta (laughs) examine your relationship with social media to to find like a healthy balance and mine is everything avoid
2: i know like uh parents that you know like they don't let their kids, uh, first of all, they don't let their kids have a phone and they don't let their kids do like social media at all. Right. And I'm like, that's that's probably a good move. (laughs) That's probably probably a good idea, you know? Right. I can't imagine if I had like Facebook or all of it, Instagram, Twitter. I I can't, I can't imagine having that in high school. I would have been such an asshole to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just Just to be able to do that yeah, because really I already shitty. had like a
1: slick mouth.
2: So oh, totally. If I was able to
1: fuck with people over text too and be like miles away, like because I was already in AOL <laughs> chat rooms fucking shit up. So then that was like the height of it for me. So I'm glad I wasn't able. Yeah, that's uh, a double edged sword. Anyway, we a track and we record. Don't know how you know people with kids that are in their teens? What what the fuck do y'all think? Is it fucking their heads up? Let yeah, us know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Please, I can only please. imagine. Man. It, or do like, you
1: have to like lord over the shit? Be like, give me your phone. Let me see your deal. What the fuck is going on? What <laughs> you <laughs> like? Oh my god! Why are you following this vape account? <laughs> exactly. Fucking, a lot of smoke tricks? No, okay, no, we're off this. Just like oh. knowing,
0: like you already turn. You know, your your skin is never thinner than when you're like a teenager. At least mine yeah. wasn't. Just oh,
1: my. I was see. I was the yeah. inside out boy. You could see my my skin was so thin. Um, but I would clap back just sort of disproportionately and that's when it would turn into like i would become a villain you know what i mean classic villain where you like you can't take it and then you dish out just disproportionately you're like oh my goodness and i'm like sorry i'm sorry i'm hurt, I'm yeah, hurt.
2: you, you <laughs> said wild shit at 13 over the internet and it's always right, yeah. up there. It's like, that's not fair, man. That's not that's not fair. <laughs> right. 13? Come on. <laughs> that's yeah, at a certain point. Right. right. <laughs> come on, man. I could imagine. me at 13. I'm like, I said so much mean wild shit to people. I, if oh, that yeah. was a record, it's like, come on. Look, man. I was I was a kid.
1: I'm sorry. I think the worst thing I have is like me of like videotapes of me and my friends like crashing our bikes in front of cars and residential streets to see if they'd stop and help us. Like as like a prank, but really yeah. when you look back, you're like, were we trying to just get straight ran over?
0: Right. And we're right like, oh this
1: shit's so funny, that lady thought I was hurt. I mean it was like Yeah, so jackass copycat shit. That's in the archives for sure.
2: Oh man. We were egging houses. I mean, we were doing we were just doing so much fighting people, yeah. <laughs> just 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 doing bad. Country dumb shit.
0: Yeah. And I would have gotten caught doing so much more shit than I did because, like, you know, I was hanging out with wild kids, going, like, sneaking out, doing vandalism and shit when my parents thought I was at, like, my good friend's house or whatever. Oh. You know, that would have. Oh, you
1: had good friends for cover? Like, I mean, not really. Like, they
0: were. There was one house that I was not allowed to go to because they. Yeah, it was known. It was just like the parents were kind of passed out most of the time, and you just went there. And
1: it's weird, like when you think of like how cool that house was when you were a kid, and then you oh look back and like, yo, yeah, that shit was actually the most tragic thing. And, oh, you know, so I'm, I'm worried tragic! I worry about my friend because their parents were actually weren't there. Even though at the time we we're like, yo, we could smoke weed in his bedroom.
0: Yes, at two yeah, p.m. Exactly.
1: You know, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, his dad's passed out on MDMA. All <laughs> you
0: know what I
1: mean? Yeah.
2: Hold on. Hey, Jack, what was that dude's I, name? I can't. I'm not going to shout him out. You can't say okay, it? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I will say that
0: it's the same you know saying, it's the name. same kid that... Wait, did I tell the story about... Oh, no, I was telling that to another friend. But yeah, it's it was one of my homies who uh, was just constantly talking shit, getting in trouble, would have been all over social media, would have found it funny that he got me grounded for like three months. Right.
1: He was Jake Paul, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Are you still friends?
0: No. Okay. I that was Dayton, so that was I moved away from there when I was twelve and didn't fully keep in touch with all those people. Uh, but great times at his
2: all, place. All my friends like that are not doing well right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's only <laughs> they are a couple. They're not, they are not yeah, doing well right Who
1: now. had like the scum house as like a kid who like yeah, just who got the, out of it, yeah, which is sad. Just
2: not, you know? they, yeah. Right 'Cause you I mean you, it's exactly what you said, like, oh man, you could do this. Yeah. Man, we had girl we could party three in the morning. Was,
1: yeah, it's like
0: no nah. dads, porn stash, yeah. you know, all the right, exactly. all the good yeah.
1: stuff. There's another kid named Miles at my school who's like he lived with his grandpa who had the wild porno collection that like right. we treated like a library. Right. I'm like, yo, which tape did you get from Miles' grandpa? <laughs> they're like, Yo, let me get the other one. No, not the one where they're wearing gas masks and shit. I can't get I can't get with that
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. There was this one. We are like, yo! like you know, when you're like in
1: sixth grade, you only used to very vanilla porno and shit. Right. And then his grandpa had these wild compilation tastes that were unlabeled, but you like, knew it was people
0: from like the World War II era. Yeah, like, that's yeah, why like they World were War, into it. Like, like, like it got was fucked weird. Up, but
1: <laughs> yeah, and they were wearing them and like they were greasing each other up and shit. And I was like,
2: Using <laughs> each other up, with. huh? That's hilarious. Yeah. Love it. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, good
1: time. I mean, oh, yeah. no, not to shame what they're doing, but look, twelve-year-old me, sorry, couldn't get down to it
0: for sure.
2: I don't know, no shame at all. It's just, it's just, yeah, funny. yeah I know. I just, it's just, funny. it's just a weird thing you know, when it's like twelve-year-old, it's like mind.
1: old, you know, like fucking. Heather Hunter, you know what I mean? Oh he- like a Heather Hunter scene. <laughs> yeah. And then t- and then hard the static, and then gas masks and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa,
0: like, It was weird because all the porno that you could find at that era like early nineties was from the seventies, it felt like. I feel oh, like yeah.
1: Or like eighties, or it was like weird, aggressive
0: eighties bootlegs. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's interesting. What is something you think is underrated, Greg?
2: niceness just genuine straight up nice Mm. niceness Mm -hmm. like letting people in on the freeway Mm. you know just speaking to somebody even if they don't speak back Mm. just just country niceness i like that shit i like when people just just nice for no reason you ain't trying to get nothing yeah it ain't even for them it's strictly for you Mm -hmm. i always say it's I don't need It's that. jarring
1: for me. Go I've ahead. I've come across it before. Like the first time I came across that kind of niceness, I had my fist clenched. Cuz I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Growing yeah. up in LA, people are not people are fucking Fuck. shitty. You know what I mean?
2: I totally So get someone's it. like, "Hey, yeah. how you doing?" I'm like I don't have right for me right now, They're yeah. like hey, Lakers, huh? If I grew up out here, it's no way. I was like, Yeah, you can't trust anybody. Right. You're in Los Angeles, right. it's like, no way. First of all, LA is like 50 places in one city, yeah. You know exactly. what I mean, this is. What LA are you yeah, which in? which version you know?
1: of it are you experiencing? The multiverse <laughs> yeah, of which LA Sims is going on. Yeah. yeah, are you a fake working class wealthy comedian version
0: of uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this shit? Are you
1: so an actor L.A.'s who is pretending they don't come from a wealthy dynastic family? I mean, it's there's so many versions, but yeah, the nice thing I think it's it's great because I've I think over time gotten into it because it's less energy. Then like driving defense. Yes. What's this motherfucker trying to get in right now? Oh, hell no no, no. no, they don't know about me. No, no, no. Like now that I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, go, go for it, it dog. Good, All right. Just switching that gear uh feels very easy.
2: I had a friend that was like, because I, I drive like that, right? And my friend was like, why you do that? It's like, look, man, what's, what's the goal? Yeah. I said, well, what's the goal? Are we, we're trying to get somewhere, right? Right. I'm not trying to fight nobody. I'm just trying to get to the place safely. He's like, but that's the goal. But then they're going to think you're a little bitch. <laughs> like, what? I was like, I don't care. <laughs> they think Are, I'm a bitch. What? <laughs> well, I, not exactly, but like, I,
1: I wouldn't let that happen to me. I'm like, well, that's your ego. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I'm in a car trying to
2: go buy a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, Man, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Greg, where, so, where did you grow up? I grew up in um Virginia, okay. Newport News, okay. Hampton, yeah. Bad Virginia. News, yeah. Bad news, yeah. Which is very country and very grimy, but it's so grimy that you like learn to like. Oh, I'm gonna be nice, yeah, because I don't want to get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> easier, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. easier. Yeah. Less wrinkles. I'm not do it. Dude, you're yeah. not scowling all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna just be chill. Yeah,
0: country nice is for sure it is a real thing, and it's just love it. Yeah, it takes. Takes so much less energy, less thought, and you can just focus on uh, things that are in your control. Like that, I feel like it's a thing that I, I wonder if this is the way it is for everyone, but like I, it was a bigger deal, like how interactions with people I didn't know went when I was younger, like the stakes seemed higher and now like as you get older and you realize, oh, I'm never, I'm literally never going to see that person again in my life like Right, right, right. If, if it just Cause it used to be,
2: man, this person don't think I'm a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: just like sheer mathematics that, like, the more people, I, like, now I've run into a million people over the course of my life and haven't seen nine hundred ninety thousand of them uh, ever again. So it's just you're just like, yeah, like, why would you put negativity out there in into those people's lives?
1: And also, yo, give people a, a thank you wave too yeah mm-hmm. Show gratitude also yeah. i do that too when people let me in because i like you know truckers like i always let truckers in i get it where y'all got y'all got you got places to go you're getting my shit around i fuck i'll <clears throat> slam my brakes to fucking let truckers in and then i like when they hit me with the hazard flashers i'm like yeah i got you i
2: got you mm. no it's beautiful and that shit like you know that that pay it forward energy is real yeah you know that like that that wave so i'm like if you just keep doing that you know maybe that in twenty years, that dude won't rob me, you know. like it won't come back to me in that way. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: I, I I feel like a preemptive, like a thing that you can do that's truly a selfless thing. In LA, use your turn signals. Use your turn signals. <laughs> yeah, that's totally. that so that. that is not that. the status quo in Los Angeles. People do not use their turn signals. You no, know, people think we're all mind. I don't know. That's why I'm like i mean this everywhere. is this is car talk basically we're talking car about, talk yeah.
1: with Welcome some old guys talking <laughs> about how to be nice <laughs> and pick
2: up pick up one piece of trash yeah yeah you know if you pick up one piece of trash you know just pick just pick it up yeah. you it's know? like just pick you it up. never know the one of what? the teachers
1: at school might see you and you'll get a, a prize
2: they used to have in my school. They're like, "Hey, I
1: saw that you got caught right. doing a good deed. Here's a free ice cream." I'm
2: big on that shit. My dad, my dad's one of those dudes. My dad's like, "Hey, man, be nice to everybody." Because my dad was like, "Man, you were, first day of college." My dad's like, "Okay, so we go to the cafeteria." He's like, "Look, my middle name's Trent, and I'm a junior." So my dad's like, "Look, Trent." You see those cafeteria ladies? I want you to know their names. I want you to be sweet to them, cause they gonna hook you up yeah. all the time. <laughs> he's, he's just right. That's my boss was nice to everybody, and he gets—he was a man. So like Christmas time oh come, my, my dad's getting hooked up. I mean, hella bread. just money and just right. gifts. Cause he's that nice old black man, male man. Right. <laughs> so he's like everybody's looking him up. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a big thing. Yeah. That, that that quality and that energy and that, that genuine niceness, people you are onto it and you can only love win, it. You can only win, you know, right.
1: by putting out positivity wherever, when, whenever possible. Because you know what, life is one big Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. You come to it talking really, that dumb shit. Wait till Act Two when that character is the person that you need some shit from.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it's real. always
1: just just treat it like that so when act two that person comes around they say i remember Number
0: yes two. or
1: if yeah, someone asks they say trash. oh i know about them they're fucking dope yes mm-hmm. i like yep. that person
2: especially so. in hollywood too it's like you get work from other people
1: yeah like, and it's funny because work from- there's so many fake ass nice people who think they're being slick with it you're like i can it's <laughs> so clear to see someone who's sincerely like a kind person and someone that's being opportunistic some people can't read that as well but I think a lot of the times there are people doing a lot of extra shit when you're like, mm, you're being a little too.
2: Mm. It's
0: true, but yeah, just be nice. Yeah, shout out to the nice mailmen of the world. I, I've had so many nice mailmen.
1: Yeah,
2: man, shout out to the mailman.
1: Yeah, all the postal carriers out there. Yeah, fuck. postal carriers. Hopefully, we get Louis DeJoy off your fucking backs. Yeah. Sorry about that.
0: No doubt. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and after all the positive vibes up top, uh, let's <laughs> descend into let's descend into talking about uh, Donald Trump briefly, because it's pretty open and shut, or it should have been, I guess. Uh, Facebook, the SCOTUS of Facebook, the Supreme Court—they were basically like, "I don't know. Why are you guys asking us? Yeah, he can be banned, <laughs> but like, you guys need to make a decision. Don't throw it to us." Right. Facebook had like basically threw to their Supreme Court whether they were uh, right in banning Trump for life, and they were like the the for life thing seems weird, but it's you guys' call. You're you're the business, so I I don't even know like what this board is is for, but he at least remains banned for probably the next six months
1: yeah they'll revisit it in six months and they're just saying just go with your policy if if he violated the rules to actually be banned then then do that yeah so what's going on but i think because it's like this oversight board is sort of quasi independent and there's still a lot of questions about like how much they actually like how many how how many of the decisions they actually inform and like mother jones like back in march pima levy wrote this Sort of just blurb about it, saying, "Quote: While the company has touted it as an independent body that will make final content moderation decisions, thus far the board has only decided a handful of cases, and concerns about its true independence remain. The outcome of the Trump case could either help build the body's reputation among academics and civil and human rights advocates as a valuable shield against harmful content, or dash hopes. And so
0: they came yeah. with the uh, we'll kind of sit right in the middle." Bit of a um,
1: chest pass right back to
0: him. the fact that they were like, I don't know, you guys decide, was actually made me hopeful that they are independent because <laughs> that doesn't seem like if Mark Zuckerberg could have uh, written this publicity like hit that he would have had them say that you know Right. That their ruling would include them being like, I don't know, Facebook is you know being derelict in his duties by throwing this in air court. It should be up to them. They can make the decision.
1: Yeah. They're just the only the only thing that they didn't like was just saying like figure out what it is because indefinite doesn't work. And that right. goes yeah. against whatever your policies are. So he's either back or he's gone for life. Right. Tell us in six months.
2: Okay. I think Facebook is trying to like trying to defer from being a monopoly. You know, I think this is all like they're looking at the long game and like if we don't let him back in then sooner or later, uh, big government is going st- to come into us and, and try to break up this monopoly that we have over social media. Right, I think that's what they're looking at.
1: I mean, they're definitely looking at many things, right? Because one side of it is like, do we piss off the Democratic uh, administration that's in right now by saying true. he's back, baby, <laughs> and here's yeah, a fucking yeah. IG live to go with it? Or yeah, <laughs> like what do what do they do? I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's true they need to come, they need to figure out what to do with these companies very quickly because yeah. the fact that Mark Zuckerberg could just unleash a storm of disinformation with the snap of a finger is a yep. problem. Yeah. And it feels like we're in this, it doesn't feel like we are in a situation where if like three oligarchs are having a bad day, they could
2: fuck up the whole world. Yeah. So Social media is terrible. More
1: than they already are. Yeah, they need to figure this shit out quick. Um, but it seems like that's like the one thing that, there may be some bipartisan agreement on because on one side, they're like, they're, they're stifling us, even though we're like nine out of the top 10 content creators on Facebook. Right. And also, you know, for the other side Democrats, like, yeah, this isn't healthy
0: at all. Right. Is- yeah. It, it's too much power. They know it. The, the fact yeah. that he described this board as a Supreme court, it's like companies aren't <laughs> supposed to need a Supreme court. My guy, like that's exactly yeah, like that. But, That is a tacit acknowledgement of the fact that you guys have way too much power in the world, and you're basically uh, wielding the power of a massive like nation state. So maybe, maybe let's break that up. But yeah, I I think you're exactly right, Greg. Like this is everything they do has to be seen as a reaction to the, you know, the fact that they're trying to avoid being uh, broken up, and Mm. you know. Democrats want to break them up on principle because it's poisonous for the I mean, not Democrat, not big D Democrats, but I'd, I'd say like people uh, further to the left want to break them up on principle. And then people on the right now are going to be pissed because they're Trump's they're, on Trumpler. Yeah. Trump. Yeah. So we should also talk about that. The hot new uh, social media tool that is just a single Web page where Donald Trump writes stuff, a.k.a. a blog. He he what's has the invented a blog.
1: I think it's uh, bull.shit. Bull.shit. shit. fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> 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 dot fu- <laughs>
1: fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> slash go.
1: But yeah, yeah, it's it's all just... And what's wild, though, too, is it's actually worse for him because at least the tweets were s- succinct, quote, right. unquote. Yeah. You know, like, you can only do... You can only ramble so much in a tweet. Now this motherfucker got paragraphs. And, oh, like, you really? get exhausted... Like he's this one on, on May 5th, 951 a.m., warmonger Liz Cheney, who has virtually no support. It's just like, oh my God, I can't. Like warmonger. Well, hold on, man. Like, whatever. It's already just does my head in. And it goes on and on. He's like taking shots at all these other people. And yeah, it just it all continues with these just one-off blog posts that are just not good. So
2: You think he'll run again? You think he's gonna run again? And um if he clears all work? that
1: if he clears all that legal shit probably i mean it's possible but part of me feels like he knows how much he it probably stressed him i don't know if it stressed him out or didn't it's so hard to know what he knows or thinks but i know he didn't like doing the actual work of the president i think he definitely wants the status again oh yeah he loved Um, that
2: attention man yeah he loves that energy yeah exactly He can't, he's, I can't, he's like Jordan. He's like, I can't, I can't walk away from the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love the game. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. He's like every athlete, you know, (laughs) the, like, it's not in the best interest of his, of anything for him to run again, but I would be shocked if he's able to stop himself. Even if people don't like, if there's no, if people are like, he really is going to get killed by DeSantis or whatever, like he would have a hard time stopping himself. I think. Because yeah. yeah. he's a he's a narcissist who has that one experience where he was right and the world was wrong. And I, I don't think he's ever getting past that hit that high. You know, yeah. he's gonna be chasing that high for the rest of his life.
1: He's like, what the fuck you mean? I left. I started <laughs> off with the four or five on me like Michael.
2: I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he got a big crew. He still got a whole bunch of supporters yeah. and people that, you know,
1: creepy racist. Yeah, they're buying his jersey. Loving it.
0: I mean, I think there is, I think people underrate how specifically perfect he is for Twitter, like how he and Twitter were made for each other. Because, like, uh, I remember when, like, during the rise of Trump during the 2016 election, Cody Johnston pointed out to me that, like, he had a YouTube page where he was doing basically his shit, his Twitter thing, where he's, like, you know, just being like, Kristen Stewart needs to dump Robert Pattinson or actually it was vice versa but it was that mixed with like him doing birther shit and like racist shit and like all the dog whistle shit all the stuff that would make him really popular on Twitter those videos had like 300 views like yeah, they were it was just ridiculous. like buried like nobody gave a shit about them at all and like they were a minute long but it's just like that's not what people go to YouTube for and so uh it well, wasn't yeah, because- popular
1: he can't sustain an entire idea for more than a certain amount of characters anyway. So it right. gives, it also helps, you know, helps him to like punctuate his ideas because he's limited by what he can say in one tweet. Yeah. But anyway, peace out. Uh, hope to never see you on this cursed internet. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, man. I hope you find something in his life, man. You know, like archery. <laughs> archery no. would be amazing. <laughs> you know, if you start by like, yeah. just... You know, just do something, man. Joust. I don't know. You or know, like the Ark of the something.
1: Covenant that he thinks he can open up and look straight into. You know, that would
0: be cool too. <laughs> dude, dude. Oh, man.
2: Meditation. I don't know, man. Swim? He already
0: kind of looks like he's melting. He looks like maybe, right. like, he got to look at that for, like, a split second and, like, started the melting process. <laughs> think, yeah, and then they like, shut the lid up <laughs> real quick. Or, like,
1: a homie showed him a picture on their phone of when it opened up. <laughs> and he got, like, the secondhand Ark of the right. Covenant <laughs> melter off of it. That would explain a lot leg. of that Yeah, exactly. It's like not quite melting it, but it's like your face look heavy though.
2: <laughs> bootleg arc of the covenant.
1: Oh, oh no! You look, look at my man. You could tell he looked into it. Look at his face.
0: What? What are you talking about? With like the fucking
3: fugazi,
1: fucking arc of the bootleg ass.
2: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious.
0: That would explain a lot if the conservatives all just like had the Ark of the Covenant and like couldn't resist looking at it. Like every once in a while, they're like, "Gosh, that's why Mitch McConnell looks like that." Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) when Mitch McConnell's face like turned purple and shit, that was because he (laughs) he took it. it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. told you. Put some
1: glasses on. His wife like Elaine child like
0: Mitch, what are you doing?
2: And like, oh no, 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 oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Feels so good. <laughs> oh man.
0: Uh let's talk about what Fox is doing in their uh they're they're enlisting child soldiers in their uh culture wars now. Yeah.
1: This is a thing Fox and Fox and Friends likes to do. Where from time to time, they'll have like kids come on and like a panel of children just yeah. to sort of do like a thing to underline a take. will be like, even the kids see how bad <laughs> this is. Like, even the kids see how great right. Trump is type shit. So this time... Because they're so bored and they can't talk about real shit anymore because if they talk about Biden, it makes it makes the viewers like him. so they can't talk about him in any way to report it. So it has to be all like a dunk slam dunk contest on Joe Biden constantly on Fox.
2: Is that um, true? And, Is that like a report or something? Yeah, they they, well,
1: they show like when there's any massive reforms, like when the stimulus and stuff was getting passed or like anything else that was like a sweeping bill. Mm -hmm. they would not report on it because a lot of them had bipartisan support like from the people not necessarily from the politicians but from citizens who were like Mm -hmm. yeah i I like the relief bill and so they didn't say shit (laughs) about it i think that was the dr seuss week it's always like whenever one of those cancel culture things pops up it's usually just a distraction from some news which is either really bad for the gop like talking about matt gates or having to report something good about biden so brian kilmeade has These four kids on for them to just like have this like panel of children to take a shit on Joe Biden, like in <laughs> his like handling of them going back to school. <laughs> so, the first clip is just you know Joe Biden and Dr. Ooh. Jill Biden just out of fucking school talking to kids who are back in class just to get like a temperature check. How did you like remote learning? I didn't like
3: virtual, no. we well, didn't, like didn't know, I liked it. Yeah. Good luck with that. The president getting an earful from students in Virginia this week. Was he prepared for that? Kids across the country are stuck learning on Zoom and begging to get back in the classroom, including our next three guests. Joining us now, sixth grader in Philadelphia, Mason <laughs> but I'll be Whoa, from Mason, That is Eighth such an in-
0: aggressive intro for something you're yeah, about exactly. to introduce a kid. Yes. Yeah. Good luck with that.
1: Kids are fucking pissed, bro. One kid said, I didn't like it. One kid said, I liked it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good luck with Good that. Luck they with got the on. pitchforks out for this motherfucker. <laughs> wow.
0: Good luck. Ah. What the what fuck? Was that was... we...
1: <laughs> what are you saying? Okay, I can't well...
0: believe that that was actually how it was presented. Oh, yeah. They got. I didn't like it. Yeah, I did like it. Okay. And then. Wow. Pissed. America is Pissed.
1: Then but the way he talks to these kids, like they're the leading experts on child development, <laughs> is hilarious. So this is when he talks to a little girl who was so brave because she memorized all the things her MAGA parents are making her say on Ugh. live television. Mind you, this Fox, this this shit was airing at 6:40 Eastern. So this child had to wake up at 3:30 in the morning in California to talk all this nonsense on a school day. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's allow Kill Me to just let me get let me get the tone from this 10-year-old an expert in this.
3: Lily, you got up at 3:40 for us. I appreciate it out in California, but guess what? Your numbers are the lowest in the country. You should be back in school right now. The danger is infinitesimal. What's the reality for you?
0: <laughs> Way to use uh l- nice small words that kids can understand. Very very clearly used to talking to what? children. <laughs> what the what fuck was, are you talking
1: about? What did you he want her to say back to
0: that? Yeah,
2: I don't know. I
1: mean, I don't know, man. Joe Biden, is, he's he's fucking up, huh?
2: <laughs> so pumped up, totally so animated. It's like, goodness. Right.
1: The energy is really something else. Like to scream at these kids to get them to be like, Joe Biden sucks, right? <laughs> And you know what? Your I'll numbers
0: are the lowest is like such a weird, like, whoa, what the what fuck? Numbers? Like, so, what, yeah. What numbers? Like three, thinking. four, five. I know <laughs> those numbers. I'm a
1: child. <laughs> you dumb fuck.
2: Yeah, man. We <laughs> reading numbers, <laughs> mathematics, or you talking about science? What numbers?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, uh, this is him talking to this young girl. And then like he, again, he's talking to these kids, like they're fucking assholes
3: do you think we really need to get back into the classrooms because it'll be far more beneficial than online is right now lily it's unbelievable i never heard of this you have to go you get your assignment you do it at home that's ridiculous you can't even get a teacher to zoom call with you yeah that is nuts and you're not learning anything you just told me right (laughs) no i probably
2: haven't been learning anything since March 13th, 2020, which is uh, the last day of school that we had.
3: Well, uh, don't blame yourself. Uh, blame your politicians and your unions. Your unions? <laughs> your unions?
1: <laughs> what, the child union? Right. Whose unions? Uh-huh. What are you talking about? Again, because these kids... Oh, yeah, no, don't get me started, Brian. I know about if organized labor is going to fuck up the American dream. You don't have to tell me, Brian.
0: Now, Tommy, if I understand, you think school sucks. Is that correct? Yes
1: actually so he does go to mason the sixth grader and this is where mason uh he fucked up okay because he made the grave error of saluting joe biden to brian kilmeade in this next clip when brian kilmeade thinks it's a toss-up he's like mason what do you what do you miss what do you miss what are you
3: missing out on tell us about that
2: um i miss most obviously seeing my
0: friends and all the after school activities that i've done and i think that we're very, very
2: close getting back to school. Okay. And I think that um, the way that our new president right. is handling things is a very good way. And we would not have gone to this if it were still the last president. Really?
3: Oh. That's uh, hard to believe because the last president was saying, I want every kid back in school. Uh, so, uh, Lily, for you. <laughs> oh, really? let throwing it back to Lily. Yo. Yeah, Mason,
0: shut the fuck up. More on that later.
3: Uh, Lily. Fuck? He's treating this young kid
1: like he's some drunk asshole that wandered into a kid's soccer game. Like, yeah, yeah, really? Come on, asshole! Out you go! Out you! What the fuck was that? Sorry about that. Really, that's hard
0: to believe, Mason.
1: Lily, bring it back home. Blue Lives Matter, right? Oh man, right. Mason sounds Uh,
2: great, man. You know, I like that kid. Kid sounds. I know, Mason.
0: (laughs) Sounds like he actually uh, has a head on his
1: shoulder. And he was like confused when Brian Kim was like, "Really?" He was like, "Yeah."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, like because the this new administration believes in science. The last and president almost died of COVID. <laughs> we're in school, and school teaches like science and shit and yeah, logic. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, so, uh, thank Copernicus and uh, the unions for that. <laughs> uh, you oh, could man. thank Mason for. Uh, you guys have any grandparents that died?
1: Yeah, uh, thank Mason. Please. When Ilhan Omar Mason. comes to skull fuck <laughs> your dad's uh, Ford F one fifty and turn it into a little electric scooter, okay.
2: Poor kid, man. These poor kids. That is so wild. Like, why are you picking them up? Like, it's so stupid.
1: This is so fucked up. But again, this is—it's really—it's just idiocracy type shit. Yeah. Just in real, like, you're like, holy
2: dude, he's screaming hey, at kids. kids. <laughs> fucking believe this. They brought man. kids on, and he's screaming at the kids that they brought on. But yeah. also, like, what
1: exactly was the point of this, right? Because even if Mason didn't get out of pocket like some fucking free thinking <laughs> asshole, like that. They were just gonna tell. They were just gonna tell the Fox audience things they already believe. So how's that gonna move the needle? Like, mm. or it's just more to be like, let's just keep them more entrenched and use this cacophony of child voices to further. The
2: Nobody point. vetted I the kids. How do they know? I know. <laughs> like,
1: Producer got fired. How you know? Right. Quick,
2: he was like, "What the fuck is Mason doing?" <laughs> Brent, get in here. <laughs> oh, I Mason. mean. Miss my friends. Yeah, sounds like sounds yeah. about right. Miss my after school. But you program. know, yeah.
1: at least this new president is on some science shit. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, really?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, because the other president wanted to open up schools when everybody was dying. So, uh, <laughs> shut up, Mason. Uh, yeah, you look like a twerp, okay? Yeah, look, look, like look your chest dork. isn't
1: even developed. Look like a fucking bird, fool. Get out of my face.
0: <laughs> Get of <on> my face. <laughs> yeah, you should push them Fuck you, Mason. <laughs> like, what? Mason oh, really? <laughs> uh, back to you, Lily. Isn't Mason like this? <laughs> <Back> to- <laughs> don't, you, don't we think Mason sounds like, oh, I'm Mason. Oh, right?
1: Uh, that's I really love Joe Biden. I love Joe Biden. Brian, it sounds like you're kind of bullying him. <laughs> My teacher said that's bullying. Oh, shut up, <laughs> Lily, you fucking loser. All right, let, let's just go to
0: commercial. These kids are fucking dumb. <laughs> Yo, is that, has that like gotten a lot of play? That is wild, that segment. I mean, people, I don't like know. On it's like on first rate shows and podcasts. Like, I not, don't know, possibly. Like this stuff.
1: happened today. So I think, uh, you know. Hopefully, uh, maybe some <laughs> writers on uh, uh, last week tonight are listening, and you know uh-huh, that'll be in the show. Uh-huh. You know, yeah well, yeah, we'll see. That
0: is beautiful. Wow. Uh, I mean, it it's truly like, I mean, it's kind of it makes sense, but they are like the the conventional wisdom is that like when the other administration is in office, they'll be able. Fox News gets to eat. You know, that's mm-hmm. when they're really like served up all all the red meat that they can like outrage their base with but their policies like went so far with trump that like they and they're just not popular like they can't do it and the that
1: myth like the bootstraps like we're so number one everyone's life is perfect myth has eroded so like to a, a much further degree where it's hard to bullshit people about their lived experiences day to day anymore, like where people are more in denial about it. Because like, on one hand, they can be like, look at Joe Biden just giving all these lazy people's like all this money away, which they do to some extent. But right. if they reported like on the stimulus, like too many people are like, "Nah, I, I I actually need that money. Right. Right. So they're right. like, fuck, what do we do? So I right. guess we just have kids say dumb shit. Yeah. Look, they painted themselves in a corner. They so. sure did, boy. Eat shit, idiots. Yeah, and yep. I mean, a version of that happens on, you know, like on MSNBC too, where it's like they can't fully, you know, for how like progressive they seemed when Trump was, it's like, where it's not the same intensity now that Joe Biden's in office. So yeah. it's just a little bit like, oh, this is great. Like, hum, 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 hum. Yeah. you know, everybody has their, the, the people that they have to protect. in the
0: media. Yeah, yeah. The It, it just feels like. The thing that we used to be doing with Fox News, which is, like, criticizing the substance of, like, the bullshit that they're reporting, that has now shifted to, like, okay, that's more, like, what the mainstream media is doing, and Fox News is just this, like, strange, like, disconnected parody of itself that, like, it, it it's not even, like, they're not, they don't even, like, make a claim to any sort of accuracy. It's just right. wild. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And let's talk about uh, some lighter stuff, uh, such lighter as... than these jokey kids. <laughs> Did you guys see the, the picture of the Bidens with the Carters? Yes. <laughs> Just... Right, right looking like actual human giants next to the carters
1: it was my fa- it's my favorite photo uh right now
0: like the carter i don't know whether to be terrified of the bidens or like really you know worried about the fact that the carters are deflating <laughs> yeah
1: I- the jokes were pretty funny that were coming out but i mean clearly a lot of lens distortion but it's nice to see because i remember looking at him like hold on, so they got custom-built tiny chairs? Because I'm like, based on how Joe is stacking up, he can't fit in that chair. I think these, is this a tiny room they had made? But you're like, mm, it's a wide angle.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. So I, I did, like, a bunch of research on, not a bunch, like, 20 <laughs> minutes of research on uh just how, how this happens and finding, like, pictures that were taken with a wide angle versus a you know, regular angle, and, like, the person looks completely different. Like, they look like a different person.
1: Oh, right, right. Yeah. Sort of distorting, yeah, your features and shit. Yeah,
0: like, if if you're up close to something with a wide angle, like, you'll look like a completely different person than you normally look like. It's yeah,
2: uh, pretty wild. They were so little, um, though. I mean, just, I just tiny. <laughs> it, right.
1: Yeah, it makes me mad that they aren't that little. I know. Like, I like to think, like, you just you just shrink into a little fun person, you right. know, when you're out As of you office. Is, you do shrink yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you definitely shrink, for sure. But, like, it this looked like, you know, Tolkien-type shit. Yeah, so, it
2: did. I kind of want to see the Carters with uh, Jay-Z, the, the other Carters, Jay-Z and Beyonce yeah. and the kids. I want to see the mm. Carters and the Carters. All the
1: Carters. Yeah, I want to yeah.
2: see, see all of them with different families, you know, but family matter, family. Switch it
1: up. Switch it up so Jay and Beyonce are the tiny ones. <laughs> and June and Jimmy are, like, just towering over them. Like, hey,
2: look. Right.
1: <laughs>
2: Jimmy Carter. I love Jimmy Carter, though, man. Dude sold his peanut farm to become president.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. And he put uh, solar panels on the fucking White House. He
0: did? Yeah. And he's had. Yeah. And then Reagan that. took him right down.
1: Oh
2: uh, Yeah. Well, you know. You know good old Ron. Ron was like, yeah, this is going to mess up it. my satellite. For my TV shows, <laughs>
1: it's like how am I gonna get, get the latest track or crack statistics? <laughs> the shit on my roof,
2: crack statistics.
1: <laughs> get the crack ticker in the Oval Office. Jesus mm.
2: Christ, oh Ron! Nancy. It's wild
0: that like they get credit as being like more down to earth than Jimmy Carter because Jimmy Carter let people like smoke weed on the roof of the White House, but Nancy Reagan was consulting a. Uh, like psychic, basically an astrologer yeah. for uh her. What was her thing? She like policy.
1: chewed her food a hundred times before she'd swallow it or
0: something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> has time to eat like. That. Well,
0: her mom would chew it a hundred times before dropping it into her mouth. Oh, she's she's a little bird, Yeah, yeah. Have y'all she's seen the
2: picture bird. of Nancy Reagan with Mr. T? I think Nancy Reagan sitting on Mr. T's lap.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the greats. Happened. Captures the a moment happened. in time. Oh, that, so uh, funny. All never the, be that is, any celebrity
1: who came to that white house every photo looks surreal celebrity. yeah <laughs> you know even like that patrick ewing one yeah you know you're yeah, like what
0: the patrick fuck ewing and john I thompson here the 80s were a wild yeah bad but very uh, fun to look at era let's talk about mdma mhm nice so we've talked in the past about how therapists who treat ptsd are like very encouraged by early trials of MDMA uh, when paired with, you know, actual therapy. So they finally got this sort of major groundbreaking study. Uh, Double blind, you know, had a significant number of people, and they found that two months after treatment, 67% of participants in uh, the MDMA group no longer qualified for a diagnosis of PTSD compared with 32% in the placebo group. So the placebo group got placebos, but then they also did the uh, therapy. So uh, this guy, Gold Dolan, who's a neuroscientist at Johns Hopkins, who has has like no involvement, is just like from an outside perspective, this is about as exciting as clinical trials get. There's nothing like this in clinical trial results for neuropsychiatric disease. So uh, yeah, it's just super encouraging. I also, I feel like this is something that should be a movement over the course of like this entire next like generation of humans that like there, there's a reason people were risking their lives and uh, you know, their freedom to Mm -hmm. self-medicate with these drugs it's like they there's a there's something useful and if you use them in a very controlled environment like it's it's going to be powerful like if you just take seriously the experience of drug users who say actually like psychedelics gave me a really positive shift in like my mental spiritual life like that like if you think about like if any of the other you know if like Paxil or like one of the Prozac mm-hmm. was taken off the market tomorrow there wouldn't be like a booming Paxil or Prozac market uh, where like people are smuggling right. those drugs because they're just not like I I think that combining the market uh instincts of just like people and like the black market with what we're able to find uh through like clinical trials, I feel like could be could be a big deal. Could be really useful yeah. to science. Totally.
1: I think the the thing that makes it really psychedelics advantageous in sort of a therapeutic context is that like, you know, like when you're you're partying on them, what you, you feel is this like openness. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that's why people enjoy that, because it it allows you to sort of experience your yourself in a way that is completely uninhibited like you you might normally be if you're not taking psychedelics but on on a very small level it's that openness that helps along with the therapy to really examine shit to get through it because we have so many walls up and trauma causes all these fucked up ways we try to protect ourselves that it's more like let's melt those walls down so we can fucking get like really to some healing um and i yeah it's true i think the next few years are really pivotal because it's almost like we need to start also, we need to have more of a, I mean, there's clearly a movement to move away from just like drugs that are just going to mask things and actually trying to figure out how we can improve things for someone uh, rather than to just make things bearable. And I think this is a really important step. And for years, a lot of people have been pointing to this year. They felt like 2021 could be the year where we're going to finally start getting some like legal MDMA to start using in these therapeutic settings. Yeah, and I mean, all, all you read and hear are just, like, really interesting stories of how much it's helped people. And, you know, who'd have, who'd have thought that it would work better than the ones that are just meant to sort of numb you?
2: Yeah, it's deep.
0: Yeah, they, uh, this one person's experience, I always find, like, descriptions of psychedelic experiences kind of mind-blowing because they reveal the power of the mind, like this person describes their experience in the therapeutic setting. And it's basically like this drug gives him access to a part of his mind that just creates this like beautiful surrealist work of art that his brain was just producing in the background in order to allow him to heal himself. Like, so it's talking about this guy Ostrom who was in Iraq. Uh, His days were punctuated by panic attacks. He had nightmares, like really vivid nightmares about like being stuck in a town, like cut off from his troop and like being followed around by insurgents. The bullets, like instead of firing out of his gun with like dribble out of his gun. Um, And so he like dropped out of college, pushed friends and family away, got into an unhealthy uh, relationship, was charged with assault and attempted suicide. So then he does this uh, therapy, and they describe his sessions. He now says he's literally a different person. Uh, During his first of three sessions in early 2019, lying on a couch with eye shades and in a lucid dreamlike state, Mr. Ostrom encountered a spinning, oily black ball like an onion. The ball had many layers, each one a memory. At the center, Mr. Ostrom relived the moment in Iraq he said that I became the person I needed to be to survive that combat deployment. Over the next two sessions, Mr. Ostrom engaged with, quote, the bully, as he calls his PTSD, alter ego, and asked permission for Scott to return. That was who he was before the, the war. Uh, now he works steadily as an HVAC specialist, owns a home, which he shares with his girlfriend, has a service dog, um, and he says... The reason I like calling this medicine is it's stimulated my own consciousness's con- is that right? Consciousness's yeah. ability for self-healing. Uh you understand why it's okay to experience unconditional love for yourself. Like that uh for that passage really gets it like what I find so promising is like mm-hmm. the thing that the thing I... that uh gets in the way of our, you know psychiatric uh progress is like that the mind is this massive powerful constantly shifting uh just more complicated than we could even possibly like conceive of thing that we mostly don't have access to like with our conscious mind and like the fact that this just gives you access to this thing that's so much more powerful than uh you can you can imagine as opposed to like you were saying miles as opposed to like numbing one part of that thing or yeah. you know uh separating us from the effects of that thing like i i feel like that is kind of again a could be like a sea change in yeah
1: because i think it's like almost undoing all of this shit that we have societally that creates that puts us in the condition we're in currently yeah and it and depending on if the environments you grew up in and your experiences were traumatic and things like that that on top of all of this can create a situation where it can can become nearly impossible to have a level of self-examination or awareness because you've had to build up so many layers to survive and just prolong your experience even no matter how tormented it is that you sort of need this to like again this idea that experiencing unconditional love for yourself I think sounds foreign to most people well at least in America like a lot of people maybe on a you know pinterest way no loving yourself but in a very truly holistic idea of like what that means to engage in you know practicing unconditional love for yourself to treat yourself with kindness to be aware that there is a relationship between you and yourself that you have to enrich uh i think yeah it's one of those things that you can like feel vibrationally uh in those moments
0: Yeah, just reading the, and, you know, psilocybin has been used for people who are about to die, like they get to uh, have these uh, clinical experiences where they encounter that. And I don't know, it just makes me wonder, like, why we wait to give people a fear of death curing, like circumspection pill until they're about to die. <laughs> like what if right. our teachers and police <clears throat> and leaders and, you know, all had the opportunity to view the world with that wider lens? Maybe we wouldn't have as many soldiers coming home from wars with PTSD in the first place.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. To consider what it means to be human. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I and mean, then, but like, then you'll have people like Elon Musk. Like, Yeah. i microdose all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. really fucking trippy, right? Uh, I, that, I don't know why he became Snake from The Simpsons, but uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> there's an uh, But I think th- there is like to to pair it with like the uh, the desire to improve yourself and and having someone there to help you with that professionally. I think is like so, man, I yeah. Again, I hope this will become the oh. norm because we so much of our medicine and things like that is just to get people to like. Zero yeah. or like yeah. neutral, never to go past that, or you know, just to make things bearable, like rather than how can we actually help everyone move, push past certain things and actually enrich themselves?
0: Ooh. That's so funny. See, that, shout out to mushrooms, uh, the tech industry. Yeah, shout out
1: right?
2: the
0: mushrooms. My, yeah, it's funny that the tech industry is using this tool for like greater human understanding and like circumspection to like, I, it makes me better at capitalism dude yeah, just like exactly. makes me i'm like so much like just on it you know
2: in the no. pocket ready to go <laughs> just thinking it's outside like, the okay. box
1: on how to exploit all this intellectual property you know what i mean of course they it's are like, though fuck man oh shit uh, okay so i came up with nfts
2: yeah no, that's totally nfts right. is totally mushrooms. though that's totally just yeah that's a mushroom trip
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hold on hold on hold on i got something i got something i got something You're like oh right. fuck get it away from these people <laughs> oh no uh Greg can disrupt the entire <laughs> fucking world. No, nobody asked for that. I mean he's gonna disrupt the fuck out of inequality. Ready
2: player one and all that shit is totally just psychedelics, <laughs> just on a whole nother level. Hold on. So I could just be this Price. dude when I put these glasses <laughs> on and I could just fade out into my old world and I could fly Ooh. for hours. <laughs> fuck yeah. So that's
1: called me and me on the oculus right now.
0: <laughs> the Oculus is pretty cool. I just used it for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Those are. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild.
1: Yeah. Watching mm-hmm. a movie
0: in there. I haven't watched a movie yet. I just like, uh, some, like, I
1: just, I've seen a little bit of video content. I'm like, Oh, this would fucking ruin me. I haven't
0: done it. Like certain yeah.
1: things. I'd be like, <laughs>
0: just
1: with like some good headphones on. Right. Good thing. I don't have one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Greg, as always, such a pleasure uh, having you on Daily Zeitgeist. Where can people thank you so much, uh, Find you and follow you. Uh, I believe you are on a podcast we were
2: recently talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your yeah, co-host yeah, Brent, yeah, my homie uh, Brent Weinbach. Uh, we're doing a mm. Gangster Party Line podcast. Uh, Brent, cre- yeah, yeah. Brent created this video like ten years ago. Maybe it was about yeah, I think it was about ten years ago where, like, he did like a weird infomercial about people calling a hotline to get talked shit by gangsters and uh and the video and <laughs> yeah. you know brent's like the homie from way back and the video's weird as fuck and uh he have a real so hotline weird. and people call the number so and people been calling the number forever so brent decided to do a podcast of the people that call and so it's me him adam sherry and we have comedic guests and people just call and we just talk shit to people and it's great you know it's it's really fun because in a world of everybody's kind of not scared to say you know everybody's cautious nobody wants to hurt people's feelings nobody wants to get canceled but in this realm of the gangster party line people just say whatever the fuck we want to say and it's kind of fun and i <laughs> like it when somebody calls and they're just like oh man your mama eat nothing but broccoli and they just they just call and they like <laughs> immediately start talking shit and then we talk shit to each other. Right, right. And then we're like, all right, cool. Ooh, got that off my chest. Thanks, man. All right, see y'all
1: later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny how some of the calls end like they're like, Oh, really? Okay, well, your mom, and they're like, Oh, all right, yeah. thanks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Thanks <laughs> for picking up. And then
2: it's like Yeah, it's great. It's right. It's like it's cathartic, cathartic for cathartic. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's real fun. And some yeah, that's some good shit talking too. So um yeah, gangster party line. Yeah. Yeah. Our podcast you can check me out on twitter as well greg the grouch and on instagram at uh greg comedy
0: all right and is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying
2: ooh, ooh, I've been. you know what somebody mentioned this uh website uh this you not know, this instagram account where people in new york leave furniture on the side of the street and people take pictures of it and you can um See free furniture. I forget the name of the site. I just saw it the other day, the name of the uh Instagram account. But uh it's pretty fascinating and I love it. I I just love New York, and every time I go there, it's just a fun city that I never got the chance to live in like I wanted to. Stooping NYC. Stooping NYC, yeah, and it's great, and people find like dope furniture all around the city and like really good for you know, New York. People like, man, I, I just wanted to live here for a month and I gotta put all my furniture out. I'm not paying for it. So they put it all on the street. And other people grab it and sell it or yeah. I just I just found that Instagram yeah. account it's great.
1: Yeah, uh, New York just feels like one of those places where inexplicably people are like, Do you want all this stuff for <laughs> yeah, free? You're like, yeah. What? They're like, Yo, I have to, you just bought this TV. It's like, Yeah, it's got a job in yep. Chicago and I'm not taking any of it. And they're paying for me to just leave right now. So do you want everything? Yes. yes I was I, like, I do. Yes? I
0: yeah. <laughs> I guess my mom can take the TV. <laughs> Uh, miles where can people find you what's tweet you've been enjoying
1: twitter instagram miles of gray and also the other podcast uh, 420 day fiance hit that up on twitch.tv slash 420 day fiance uh some tweets i like first one is from at french tweeted five years ago i quit my job at applebee's to do comedy Today, I just started working at the same exact Applebee's. <laughs> shit didn't really work out for me.
2: <laughs> That's great. That's so real, too. Uh,
1: shit. And then this one is from Anarcho Hoodism. Um, so this is just quote tweeting a Tommy Laren tweet uh, where she tweeted. This is from like over the summer. said, hate cops? Next time you're in danger, call a thug. Let me know how that works for you. He said, she don't know. That's my go-to move always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dial seven digits and you have goons come through, not fucking police.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's amazing!
2: Hey, shout out to that person that didn't burn that bridge at Applebee's, though, man. That's how you do life, yo. Don't burn bridges. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You don't. Your, just I like... answer
1: that one t- tweet I called out of like a few months ago, where this some dude said uh, when he was working in San Francisco, he called. Like his friend who was an aspiring writer who worked at like an Applebee's and called him up and said like, hey, I'm calling from Hollywood, California. I love your script and I want to offer you a job working at the Applebee's in California. (laughs) Like, did this
0: whole switch
1: on him over the phone and got this dude so excited and it's like, yo.
0: That's so
1: fucked up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tweet I've been enjoying, Greg, uh, at Greg. 1667-6935420 there are that many Gregs on Twitter I guess just tweeted got him and then tweeted a conversation so Jose Canseco the slugger tweeted looking for a crypto token developer Uh, and this dude tweeted hey it's Greg DM me Jose I can help and then Jose Canseco DM'd him and said hey are you a token dev Uh, and he replied no way Jose (laughs) 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 Which <laughs> <Jesus laughs> is
2: <laughs> And then we got him. Oh,
0: that's great. <laughs> that's
2: great.
0: Uh you can find me on Twitter at Jack <clears throat> underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at daily Zyte, guys. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you should go check out, Miles. What? Are we recommending this today? Is, okay, look. It's
1: almost the weekend, so you need to get your body limber for the weekend so you can lay in the sun or the cold or whatever part of Earth you're at. Mm. But this is from French synth pop group Magazine 60 with their 1984 hit Don Quixote. Okay? And if you don't fuck with this energy, I don't know what to say. You might be dead. But it's got it's, like, so corny, but it's a fucking jam, too. And if you remember... For people who have an ear for samples, uh, Will I uh Am sampled this in his track, Got It From My Mama. If you also remember that, <laughs> if you guys are super watched and from 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So check this track out by Magazine 60.
0: How, how are we spelling Don Quixote?
1: Oh, it's actually spelled Quixote. So it's Quichote. D-O-N
0: space Q-U-I-C-H-O-T-T-E. But check the
2: footnotes
0: oh,
1: for
2: that. All
0: link. right. Uh, go check that out. The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all that Bye. Bye.